Welcome back on Tiger Talk tonight here on KNEM and KNMO. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday night. We'd have to we'd hope to have some basketball action for you tonight with a makeup date against the McDonald County Mustangs and Lady Mustangs for Nevada. That has been put on hold again. That will be now be next Monday night, which certainly looks like a whole lot better prospect than it would have been this week anyway. So we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later on. But Mike Harbin back with you along being joined on this segment by Nevada Lady Tiger and basketball coach Blake Howarth. And uh, Blake, is, I'm sure it's, it seems like – you know, I'm sure you feel like at this point you're just you're starting your season uh, all over again with as much time as you've had off. Uh, what's it? You know, no practice, no games for the last week. You had a you had a dead spot in your schedule anyway. So uh, so what's it been like uh, this past week? Just trying to figure out what you're going to do for the remainder of the season. It's kind of up in the air just because of the weather. And like you said, next week. You know, temperatures are supposed to increase, which is going to be nice, and hopefully we can get those games in uh, Monday and Tuesday for sure. But right now, it's so hard, um, you know, not even knowing until later in the afternoon are we going to be able to practice or not. But, I mean, now, like you said, restarting our season. I mean, we've been five days now with no practice, and it's tough. And, you know, the saying is it's, it's easier to get out of shape than it is to get shape. And, you know, that's got to, that, that's starting to worry me. Uh, you know, I'm hoping our girls are able to still get out and do something, you know, if it's just shoveling the snow, still getting their heart rate up and keeping, you know, their endurance uh, that we've been working on for the last several, several weeks here. But it, it's, it's tough. Um, you know, it, you know, we're really missing it. I know our girls, uh, they're, they're texting every day asking about practice before I get the yes or no from administration. And so, I mean, our girls are still eager. And, you know, basketball is still in their mind. But this last week, like you said, we've had a couple of dead spots um, from all the tournaments we played to a few days of practice, one game, a few days of practice, and one game to, you know, we got that Castle game in a couple of weeks ago to now we're just we're basically going one day at a time to even see because we're supposed to have three games this week. And unfortunately, you know, Monday the crossover game got canceled. We tried to reschedule Matt County for tonight. Uh, it got canceled. So uh, it's tough. And it's really starting to kind of worry me with the cold weather. You know, what what's the rest of the week going to look like? But I, I know our girls are eager, and I'm eager too. I'm ready to get back in the gym, get them back in the gym, and, and get back on a, a regular routine. And it sounds like at this point, four, and we're recording this program. By the time this airs, this decision will have already been made. But we are recording the program at 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning, uh, this segment anyway. So, But it sounds like for you to have any chance at all to play Delta Springs uh, tomorrow night, you have to practice uh, today on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, we need that. <laughs> to play Eldorado, I mean, they're a solid team. I think they're 16-5 and five right now. Um, and, you know, and they returned everybody from last year that, you know, we end up losing to them, uh, I think in overtime, even last year, but, uh, we need that. We need just to get into the gym and get moving. Cause like I said, I know some girls are probably out doing stuff, you know, other girls, you know, other players are probably not doing as much. And so we need to get back and get moving, get the blood flowing in our legs and, and get our heart rates up and, and continue to stay in shape. And we're missing that opportunity, but, yeah, as of right now at 10 o'clock, haven't heard anything from administration on practice or not. Um, I think we got a, a, a handful of snow, way more than expected. So I'm sure everything that was done the previous days has just gone away overnight with all this snow that's fallen. 
Yeah, it definitely puts everybody in quite the, the quandary right now. So, uh, and I'm, I've been, as you know, I've been doing this a long, long time. And I've seen some snow in basketball seasons, but I don't know. I, I'm sure it's there. I just don't remember it. But uh, I, just, I just don't recall a situation like this to where we've just basically come to a standstill for a basically an entire week. And, uh, uh, you know, with not with at least not the ability to practice. Now, there have been snow days, certainly, but usually by the afternoon, you can get in there, at least get busy, get some work done. But uh, do you recall a stretch like this uh, in recent memory anyway, where can't even get into practice for a week? No, not no, not the, the – let's see, I was on the boys' side for two years, the girls' side the last, you know, four. This would be my, my fifth year on the girls' side. So, you know, seven years here, I, I honestly don't remember snow days with a stretch like this. Uh, you know, there might be, like you said, there might be one day and then we come back, and, you know, we're not have school, but then we were able to practice after the roads cleared off. But to go for five days here and possibly six today uh, before this airs, it, I mean, this is crazy to me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we talked about the stretch here. Is it a good or bad? Um, it's good because it keeps basketball, you know, on our girls' mind. It keeps them hungry and wanting it. Basketball is a long season. And so for them to be texting, I know they're missing it, and that's a big deal because they're not ready for basketball to be over, and they're missing those opportunities to play and practice and be with their teammates. Uh, bad because, I mean, we're losing all our conditioning that we've put in the last several weeks. And so um, – uh, th- this is this is honestly crazy, Mike. And <laughs> what a way to be a first-year head coach! And, and I mean, go through COVID and now winter storms. Uh, it's crazy to me. One I'll never forget. That that's for sure. That is that is. You always remember your first year. That you normally remember that anyway. But uh, for even more <laughs> for even more reasons this year, that's for sure. Uh, let's t- let's do the hypotheticals and let's at least talk about the opponents that are that are coming up uh, on your schedule. Even though at least for the you know certainly I feel fairly confident by next week you're going to be back in action but the uh, but certainly tomorrow and Friday we're just going to wait and see but let's let's at least talk about them and uh, we'll start with uh, the the Lady Bulldogs of El Dorado Springs who you're scheduled to see uh, tomorrow night at at El Dorado Springs certainly a rivalry contest they're sitting at 17 and 5 you've been on a roll you won 3 out of your last 4 so I'm sure that's another reason why you wanted to get playing cuz you did have momentum going but uh, break down El Dorado Springs for us a little bit. A lot, again, for those who may follow basketball in the area, they're going to hear some familiar names. Certainly some familiar names from last year's team. They brought a big, How much of that team did they bring back from last year that certainly had a very successful season as well? Uh, to my mind, they about all five, honestly, if not four. And then they got their, their uh, post player that was coming in off the bench last year. She's now starting. But, I mean, I think they're all juniors, too. Uh, they were all sophomores last year. They got the shock girl at point guard. Uh, she's probably one of the, the better guards uh, in the area here. Uh, very, very, you know, stands off by herself. Uh, reminds me a lot of the Burger girl from Carl Junction, who is on another level right now, as you can see, uh, highlights of her. But um, they return players. Um, you know, I'm not real familiar with names, but I remember they got the blonde-haired girl uh, that stands in the corner. Uh, you know, Shaw likes to penetrate, kick. Uh, she's able to knock that down. But then they actually had a freshman last year that went off for 33 points, I think, uh, against us. And, and so, you know, she's a sophomore this year. Uh, clearly they, uh, they figured out their, their chemistry on that team being 17 and five. Um, they're a good team, but like you said, that the thing that is, that is going for us, you know, we won the last three of the four, 
but then it's also you know a big rivalry game. Uh, and, uh, reminds me a lot of Lamar Nevada, uh, Eldo and Nevada kind of have the the same rivalry, and you know it, it's another game for us, another opportunity. But it's a it's a high caliber team that we need to play. Hopefully, we can get it in. But I mean that's going to resemble a lot of teams that we are going to see in the this postseason, especially in our district this year. Then on uh, Friday, you're scheduled to be at home against uh, Smith Cotton uh, Lady Tigers. You saw them at the uh, Clinton tournament. Uh, again, there's no doubt this is a this is a team, and Smith Cotton is really really struggling. Uh, they're 0 and 15 at this point. Uh, you saw them at the uh, the Clinton tournament, picked up a 56-27 win. Uh, so uh, let's go back and review that and uh, tell us what you remember about Smith Cotton as uh, they try to rebuild their program. Um, you know, they have one player returning from last year, number five. Uh, you know, and she, she did some good things for them. But like you said, they're just a young team trying to rebuild. Uh, they've had a few players in the past uh, that really stood out. But um, number five, that point guard there, and then also their post player, uh, I think she ended up with 10 or 13 or something like that inside, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was, was nice for them, uh, I guess, to, to kind of, play and get uh, something rolling for him. But, you know, our girls just showed up ready to play. We applied that pressure that we've shown, especially against, you know, in the Frontenac tournament. And, you know, we jumped out on them, and then we just we never let off the gas. And, and that was nice to finally get a game like that and show that, you know, we're the better team and, and this is why. And we played for four quarters of showing, you know, we are the better team and, you know, that would be a good game for us on Friday if we're able to get it in. I don't know how much weather, you know, Smith Cotton has got. But it, it'd be nice, you know, if we can get that, get them here, able to play, hopefully get a practice or two under our belt. Um, but then, you know, you know, them being, you know, not having the best record, it, it's a chance for us to, to definitely get back in basketball shape. And, and that would be a big deal for us, especially going to touch next week. With the games that we have, mm-hmm. the uh, the next thing up would be McDonald County on Monday again. This one, this will be the third time the charm on this one, as uh, the original date was postponed. It's supposed to be they got rescheduled for tonight. Uh, that obviously is not happening. Uh, so now rescheduled for next Monday. Uh, McDonald County uh, sitting at ten and eleven uh, overall at this point. And uh, take a look at the. Uh, whoops, sorry, I had a bit. I had it up here, but let me uh, bring up their Big Eight uh, West standing. Uh, have gone three and two in uh, conference play. So uh, uh, and that's uh, where you said as well. Also three and two. Uh, again, no crossover games now. Other than I know the the two championship teams uh, from each division are going to. I guess they're going to try to get together at some point here down the road, whenever that may be. But uh, so. You, the, you and McDonald County, I guess the point is you've been kind of on parallel paths. Your, your, your overall records are almost identical, and your conference record right now is identical. Do you anticipate a close matchup when you finally get on the court with McDonald County? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we, uh, it was a tough game in the Carl Junction tournament where we lost to him in overtime. Um, but like you said, I think you said they, uh, Matt County is averaging like 38, 39 points a game. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of curious what – Eight of us, and so I just kind of put in our stuff, and you know we're averaging right around 49, uh, 49 to fifty points a game. So um, you know it, it could be it could be you know a close one depending on how we take care of the basketball. But you know 
they they just took one on the chin. Uh, you know, they lost to Lamar, uh, you know, on this past Saturday, 29-27. <laughs> and so I'm sure, you know, they're going to have a little fire in their belly there. But, uh, you know, they they do return a couple of girls. Uh, they have a post player that's a senior, guards a senior. And they, and they play hard. They're a scrappy team. We saw that in Carl Junction. And, I mean, just looking by their record and, and you know, how they've, they've played against teams, uh, you know, their scrappiness plays a factor. And so when you have a scrappy team, you got to take care of the basketball. you got to, you know, really put an emphasis on the, the little things. And, you know, we're a good basketball team. And so we got to come out ready to execute, box out, take care of the, the uh, basketball. But then, I mean, we got to be able to apply our pressure and play Lady Tiger defense and get those turnovers and get us going downhill where we're really good and putting the ball in, in you know, in Ty's hands. And then, uh, you know, Abby and Grace and Abby and, and Clara. So um, it's going to be a good matchup for us. And once again, it's, it's another game that we need to, to play and see for the postseason and, you know, hopefully we get that opportunity on Monday. Yeah, they, as we mentioned, uh, they are offensively challenged at 30 points a game, but they don't seem to give up many points. You mentioned they gave up 29 in a loss to uh, Lamar. They give up 42 points a game. Uh, and, and, of course, you had to play them the day after you played Carl Junction at that tournament and uh, just didn't seem like you had your legs that day after playing an overtime loss to CJ. So, uh, but have you seen things on film from or video from McDonald County that uh, makes it tough for teams to score against them? They run. Uh, I mean, first off, they're going to start off in a three-two zone, which I mean, you saw early on, and, and there's still times in our games that when teams go zone, you know, we kind of go through a dry spell, and so when Matt County shows up in their three-two zone, we got to be ready for it, and we got to look to you know penetrate and get Ty and Grace and Abby and Clara going downhill, and I mean, we got to get to the free throw line and put some pressure on those guys and put them in foul trouble. But then, I mean, when you get to the free throw line, those are free buckets. And, you know, for the most part, uh, we are, are really good free throw shooters. Uh, you know, we take time uh, in practice to shoot free throws. But we got to have that. And, and I think that's what's going to be the difference of the game is us being able to attack and get to the free throw line. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think we did a, a good job of that in the Coral Junction tournament. But like you said, very emotional night. Uh, from the previous night, but our girls have definitely improved, especially when teams start going to zones. And so uh, that's something that we've got to continue to do. They will throw um, a box and one. You know, they'll put like a a two three zone, but the middle girl, um, she's she's almost a chaser. And so uh, we got to be aware of that. They just try to throw different zones and packages at us, and so we can't be caught off guard. Uh, you know, take care of the basketball. But, you know, we want to get it and push, and that's a good thing for us and not allowing Matt County to get set up in their defense or into a zone and try to slow us down. All three teams from Nevada will be in action on Monday, uh, CJV and Varsity, and uh, same thing on the boys' side. It'll be a very busy night at Wynn Gymnasium. So, again, those McDonald County games have been rescheduled. It's not on your schedule Monday. Uh, again, uh, all the action is starting with uh, 430 games for the – that would be for the JVs 
followed by the girls' varsity at 6, and then the uh, the boys' varsity at about 7.30 on Monday at Wind Gymnasium. All right, so then you uh, wrap up uh, the next week, uh, uh, next Tuesday, on the road at Bolivar. And I'm, I know I'm asking you about a team that's four games now on the line now for you right now. Uh, that's the fourth game in the week uh, against Bolivar. Bolivar, again, uh, a similar record at 10 and 11. So and I don't know how much time you spent on looking at the Lady Liberators yet, but what can you tell us about Bolivar before you head over there next Tuesday night? Um, I haven't watched a lot of film. I watched it a little bit uh, really early on in our season whenever um, Stockton actually played Bolivar. And I'm, I'm not, I don't remember what the turnout of that game was. But uh, they're good. I mean, once again, uh, they play, they've, they've played a lot of similar teams that we have. And so it would be nice to go back and look at that schedule and just kind of see who they've played and score-wise and, and kind of where we compare. But um, I, I pretty solid um you know i don't i'm not sure returning wise who they have coming back uh, i know a couple of years ago they had a really a really solid team that we beat there in districts and so um you know i don't know how many of those girls were a part of that but um like you said four games out not trying to look too far in advance but um once again they're they're a good team play hard uh they're going to show i think it was a one three one uh try to do a couple different defensive sets uh, between zone and man, and so um, once again, we just got to take care of the basketball and get organized on the offensive end, and, and we'll be fine. You mentioned the common opponents, but thanks to the folks at Michigan, I can tell you that actually, uh, you both have a win, both have a loss to, to Mount Vernon. Uh, they lost sixty six forty four. You lost fifty one thirty. Pretty similar there, and you both have a win over yep. Stockton. Uh, they won thirty eight thirty, and you uh, beat Stockton fifty to thirty seven. They do have a loss to Eldorado Springs. Uh, they lost by seven to the Lady Bulldogs, 57-50. Uh, to 50. Of course, you're scheduled to play them uh, tomorrow night if that game occurs. So so there you go. There's your common opponents. Pretty similar, actually. Yeah, so, I mean, pretty similar, like you said. And, and you know, the, the scores uh, with the teams that we played against, uh, you know, pretty similar. So it, I'm sure it's going to be a, a real even matchup and a good one for us. And, you know, it might be one of those opponents that, you know, we look in the mirror and they resemble us. And so uh, – we got to be ready to go, but uh, you know I can break down more film on that. Um, hopefully, over the weekend here, uh, when I'm whenever um, those games get closer, and, and we kind of figure out what the rest of this week's going to look like. Well, the last thing we need to talk about, uh, Blake, is uh, the District C meeting for Class Five District Twelve is going to occur over the weekend, and you'll know here pretty soon where you're going to be seated in your four-team district. Again, Class 5, District 12, the district tournament beginning uh, the week of uh, March the 1st. And uh, with only four teams, I can't imagine they'll start on a Saturday, uh, the Saturday before, but I've been surprised before. But, uh, uh, but uh, of course, Carl Junction, Nevada, Harrisonville, and Webb City uh, com- uh, comprise that district. Um, only you and Carl Junction over five. I'm sorry, Harrisonville is a game over 500. Uh, Carl Junction 13 and seven. Harrisonville nine and eight. Nevada 10 and nine. Web City at seven and ten. Uh, so is it is it a foregone conclusion at this point uh, that Carl Junction is the number one seed and uh, you and Harrisonville will be duking it out for that number two spot? Uh, that's tough to say, Mike. I mean, I, I agree with the Carl Junction being number one um, just by you know their conference. And, you know, they beat us head-to-head. But, you know, I'm really going to battle for us to get that two-seed. You know, Web City's case is going to be, well, you know, we play in the COC. We're playing more difficult teams. And you know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to be interesting to to see, you know, what fight they're going to bring. 
and, and same thing with Harrisonville. But, um, you know, Harrisonville got, I think they got in a new conference this year. And I'm not sure, you know, what all schools are in that conference. But, you know, the Big A solid too, um, you know, our record, you know, there's several of those losses that, you know, were just single digits. So, um, you know, a couple shots fall. And, you know, our record says something different too. Uh, especially, you know, Carl Junction early on, lose by one in overtime. Um, you know, that could be a big thing in districts right now. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Uh, we got to go in uh, really wanting that two seed um, just because, you know, Carl Junction is going to have that head-to-head over us. But, you know, get that two seed, hopefully, you know, be able to host a first-round district game and then go battle CJ for the championship. And I haven't heard yet. Uh, I should. I was actually on the phone with the with athletic director John McNeely yesterday. I should have asked him his question. I didn't do it, but we were because we're, we were talking about district seating. But uh, uh, again, in the first round, the higher seed will get will get home court advantage. Uh, we'll be hosting. Have they? Have you heard if they've made a determination uh, for the championship games if those will be at neutral sites or at the higher seed? I think it's still going to be at the higher seed. Uh, I haven't looked too much into that or, or talked to Coach Mack about that. Um, but it, but the sounds of what Misha has put out, it sounded like uh, the higher seed will always host. Uh, well, there are there are districts. I can tell you um, for I can tell you for a fact that they are using uh, neutral sites at some districts. Uh, uh, we're covering the liberal district next week, as a matter of fact, and uh, uh, the championship games at Webb City High School. So uh, neutral sites are are possible. Really? So yeah, yeah, it could be if you know maybe if both schools uh, agree on it. That's something that I'm sure we'll talk about in our district meeting this weekend uh, to try to figure out, you know, uh, what, what's going on and care of information uh, together. But at this point, uh, you know, I haven't really heard too much more about the game being at a neutral site. Uh, I, I just know that the first round, the higher seed will host. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a definite, uh, that for sure. So, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. And I know that's going to be decided over the weekend and, uh, we'll look forward to seeing how that's, uh, it's very interesting to see how that's, that's going to be very interesting to see how that all comes out. You know, as you mentioned, Web City with that seven and 10 record, but they do have that CLC conference card, uh, that, that, as you said, as you said, they're going to play and, uh, including having to play Carl Junction probably twice during the course of the year. So it's just, uh, uh, I don't you know. I'm sure those are, uh, you can't get together in person. I guess anymore, but I'm sure it'll be interesting uh, uh, telephone call or Zoom calls, however you're able to do it, or if you just vote. I'm not sure, but it'll. Sh- I'm, I'm sure it'll be interesting conversations. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, especially my first year to be a part of this. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to, to see how it all plays out and, and kind of you know get my feet wet of, of what could happen or what's you know going to be expected. Um, it, it's definitely going to be interesting to be a part of, but, uh, you know, our girls, our girls have definitely earned a higher seed in our district just by the way that they've improved and how hard they worked. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go fight for them and, and hopefully, you know, it turns out in our favor. As you said, another reason why you want to try to get a couple games in this week to try to get a couple more W's on that record before that meeting uh, occurs over the weekend. But uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. I wish you uh, the best in uh, trying to get your season restarted here as we're towards the end of it. Uh, you know, it seems like we're almost at the finish line here, and, and uh, now we just can't seem to get restarted. So uh, hopefully uh, uh, you're going to be able to get back in the gym here very, very shortly and back on the court for some games and uh, – Get this thing going again, Blake. Appreciate the time and uh, and uh, stay warm and uh, stay safe and uh, and good luck in getting things going again. Absolutely, thank you, Mike. 
All right, we'll talk to you soon. That's Blake Howarth, girls basketball coach at Nevada High School for the Nevada Lady Tigers. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to the boys' side. And Tiger head coach Sean Gray, they've also been in hiatus for a while. We'll come back and see what they've been doing after this timeout on Tiger Talk. 